Howdy, howdy. I'll tell you. <laughs> Welcome on in to the pre-show These for the pre-show. Republic <laughs> of fartball people. Come in. Dude, they messed up everything. Throw everything off. We had a rhythm. We did. We had a flow. Mallory has a small a head. Thing. and Well, Mallory has a normal size head. I just have a large head. And no. And now my headset doesn't fit. No. My microphone Ugh. is so far away. Those city it's state <laughs> of football people come in. Do you guys even hear me? Oh, God. I just... The Republic of Foosball just really yeah. messed all Come in up. here. They're like, ah, they're adjusting my chair. They're adjusting the levels. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I'm Greg Tupper. That's Greg Powers. That's Ashley Pickle. Um, that is me. The um, You should know Ashley Pickle that um, Hank has more or less not worn anything besides his Paw Patrol hat. Oh, good. Um, since you gave it to him, so uh, an excellent. Now gift. it makes sense. That's why she loves. That's why he loves Ashley. Yeah, no, no. She, he is. She is one hundred percent. Anybody else? She has one hundred percent bribed him into. Yeah, absolutely. Bought, purchased his love. When, purchased his love. Yeah, when I saw that y'all went to the park this weekend, and uh, he had the Paw Patrol hat on the back in the back seat, I was like, mm -hmm. my guy. Yeah. It's a fresh hat. Yeah. Um, Powers, how was your Father's Day? You know what? It was really solid. Yeah? Yeah. Any, any, any? Barbecue, chilling, mm -hmm. nap. I, I took like a three-hour oh, nap. Well done. Well done. I, I think it was my first Father's Day nap. I wish. I'm, guess, I'm guessing. I wish I could get good at napping. My father-in-law is an excellent napper, and I, I admire that so much. You want me to give you the tip? Yeah. Take a melatonin at 538. <laughs> <laughs> Just wake up and pop one? Well, it's an interesting story. Uh, well, here with an interesting <laughs> story is Greg Powers. My son is the rush chair. So they had a rush party on Saturday. Friends came over. Uh -huh. Dog doesn't like people in the house, right? Mm. He's shut in our room. He's Can relate. He's constantly, constantly whining. Oh, let me out. Please let me out. I want to go attack these people. I couldn't go back to sleep. So I was like, all right, I'm going to pop a melee. A melee? <laughs> and I did. Got up at about 8, 8.30. I was feeling pretty groggy. Yeah. 11.30, out. 2.41, awake. The thing is, there's one there's one day a year you can pull that off. Father's Day. It's Father's Day. I did. Because nobody can bug you on Father's Day. It's I, I panic barbecued. After that, panic. Man, <laughs> man, the panic barbecue is a white knuckle ride too. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta feed these kids. Oh my gosh, <laughs> especially I imagine with like, uh, you know, teenage boys like that, men, men, teenage men, um, that teenage are, men uh, is not a thing. That, that are I don't even think most men are men. I think they're more like teenagers. I got, I did make the the bacon burn ins. Yeah. I just jumped up. Just, well, we got to do it. Yeah. You've said multiple times you cannot mess those up, though. You can't. They're I could find print. a way. I could find a way. Um, yeah, it's, the ones that Powers made were... They were excellent. They're good. Unbelievable. They were excellent. Shout out uh, to The ones you brought to WrestleMania were... Shout out to Heim for... Uh, very good. Yeah, for being a, a, an being innovator. The for an these, innovator, yeah. an early adopter, uh, a trendsetter. Agreed. Um, a colossus in the space, really, in a lot of ways. Our friend Travis Heim. We gotta get him back on the show. Yeah, bring him in. I bet he bring. Does he bring barbecue when he comes? No, he's only. Oh, come, he he only came once. He came right before the pandy, and um, came right before the pandemic, and uh, sat in the studio, and we had a great conversation with him, and he brought no barbecue. 
Mm. So I only mostly like Travis, is what I'm saying. But he's also had me on his podcast, so it's like uh, him and his wife, Emma. That was still probably like the highlight of this job so far. Was, it's the day that Tepper I gave surprised you the best me with day. time. It was a Friday. We went and toured this really cool studio in uh, Fort Worth mm-hmm. and got to, like, I just got to nerd out for about two hours and then we drove past Heim and I was like, oh, look, there's Heim. And then he just turns in and I was like, this is the best day ever. It really was. <laughs> I really made her, made her weak. It was there great. was a fellow that used to work here. His name was Max. That's my son. He's never worked here. Mm. He has been here. He's Max been on the been show. Here. Max has been on the show. He's been on the pre-show. He's Let's been on the pre-show. Crazy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this guy, Max, that used to work here. Thompson. Doesn't, Remember him? Doesn't he, ring a bell. His last day, there was Heim here. And yeah. I swear that was like the best last day. When like, did we have Meet You Anywhere Barbecue? We had it for some sort Shahan. of occasion. Shahan's last Shahan's day? Shahan's going away. Shahan's last yeah. day. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, um, that's where we went there very recently-ish step- uh, Mike, Ro- our buddy Mike Roach and I went to meet you anywhere after the Grapevine SQT. Powers could not make it because he didn't like us. He had his fill of us and step stepping in an ant pile, and he was like, "I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm just going I don't to, like you guys." On my last day here, I'm just going <laughs> to put out like a bucket for you guys to drop money in. That's what there's a collection plate, the true Catholic, just like pass the plate. You guys can. Is this but another movement of Catholics? Are back we going to put top? like a tchotchke in there or something like that? Or you're actually expecting money? Like no, I'm just going to like you guys something that we think money. It's fine. Symbolizes your I feel like I've done tenure. Enough. I feel like I've done enough for you people. <laughs> put like a penny in there. <laughs> put like, like this put is like, a, a wishing jar foreign, that like my wish put came true. Foreign currency left. in there. Or, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> Here's a euro put loser. Like, put like six yen in there. Something like that. I still oh. have some Icelandic crones. I'm going to put a body armor. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> Body armor. Well, like what a chicken, we, well, a chicken express a, gift card would be great. But yeah. like we've had a ton of stuff. Like like we had an Ozarka sponsorship at one point. Oh, we, we have all uh, our great sponsors at H E B gave us oh their version gosh. of Oreos. Basically, is Twister. what it is. Oh, they're wow. called Twisters, and they're, um, they are identical. Outstanding. Opinion, yeah. yeah. Uh, huh, never had Adam one. loves you can have them. A whole box of them if you <laughs> like. Just giant crate of. Uh, if you ever see Adam come out of his office, it's because he's going over to like act like he's talking to. People, but really, he's grabbing like four packets Oreos. of the twisters. Two pack, yeah. <laughs> Which is like not enough. Yeah, it's like just not enough. You need three. You need mm. three. What is the appropriate amount of Oreos to grab when you're going to the Oreo thing? Oh, I'm a, I'm a strict Oreo with milk. Guy. Oh, really? I don't know if I could do them dry and dusty. <laughs> do you do what kind of Oreos do you do? Tradition, like the regular ones, no, but wrong. I also That's like the, the peanut answer. butter one too. What what's the right answer? Double stuffed. I, oh. I don't even stuff. eat. I don't even eat them, and I know double stuffed is the right much, one. No, I think it's too much. I mean, stuff. I could be down with double stuffed, but it cuts into the, like the the milk I think, ratio. I think, Oreo, I think the Oreos got. It's much like Reese's peanut butter cups. The minis are actually Wolf. the superior Reese's peanut butter cup because it's got the perfect Ooh, chocolate the, and peanut butter ratio. That's a bad take. Nope, it's the right <laughs> take. That's a terrible take. The best. Call him out. <laughs> the best Reese's cups are the eggs. Oh, they also have the Christmas tree. But that's Easter. not a cup. Okay, that's not a cup. I I don't disagree with you. I would put tree over egg, but that's fine. That's a I think a matter of preference. Um, but I'm talking with the actual. Do you cup. eat the points I'm off the tree with, first? Is that why you put? Yeah, I do. The, I go around <laughs> and stuff like that. That's like the old cosmic brownies. Like they weren't cosmic brownies, but they were like the mm-hmm. same type of brownies with the Christmas tree on mm-hmm. them. Are you a big cosmic 
brownie no, fan? She's not a big. I don't like person. sweets oh, really, okay. um, but I will say back in the day, like that was always a special treat when I when we would go on a field trip and you would take like your brown paper bag. Trish would always do like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, a little bag of chips or possibly carrots, and then a cosmic brownie because like it kind of sits on the bus and melts like just enough. Mm, crumble mm. cookies doing the cosmic. They call it the the galaxy brownie or something, but they're doing the the cosmic brownie cookie as their really? special cookie this mm. week. Which is a thing for me. Like, I look and see what Crumble <laughs> has say, every week. He said, by the he specials. said this week. <laughs> He's rolled by well, the they specials. change the cookies out every week, yeah. so you have to look. No, yeah, you got to check out the specials. Okay. You know, like if you, you know, like I'm out strong, of tune, I guess. It's a strong TikTok follow if just, you're not following Crumble think about, like, on TikTok. You, think about if you're going to I'm, – I'm not following them on TikTok. See, you I need won't. to get one. Why? Well, just never, so I can send you You'll never know the cookies. Can't you just send me a link? Yeah, but that's annoying. Is it easier if I have a TikTok account? Yeah, then I can just, like, DM it to you, basically. Rather than having to go through the whole step, I don't know how I feel. You know, that's a. This is a whole side thing. This is like a green we're, bubble situation. We're well, gonna do the whole show as a pre-show. The, like. the, I have this argument with my young men. They like to send <laughs> me the. <laughs> you're, you're, you're they teenage like, men. <laughs> they like to send me the TikTok on the app, and I like to send it in the text because I notice it more that mm-hmm. way yeah so i have i would no never check tiktok is the problem well, that's what i'm saying you go through and you do what i do i do not get on it and like once at night like when i lay down in bed i'll go through and look to see who's dm me stuff i can tell you every time it's either uh mallory or ish that's it and then i check through what they send me and then i'm done they say i'm spent because i look <laughs> at the text versus looking at the videos in the app you're washed. young men you're washed you're teenage men mm. all right are you going to say it? Do you want me to? I mean, we. I, I will sit here <laughs> in <laughs> silence until you say it. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> You're incapable of sitting there in silence. Hit <laughs> the theme next Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, a sweater, or listen to us on the podcast, which you're subscribed to on the podcast vendor, of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the executive producer of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Howdy, folks. Happy 7-on-7 seven seven travel day. It is 7-on-7 seven seven travel day. It this is. is. We make our, our trek down to College Station with a stop at the Bucky's in Madisonville. This <laughs> is the, yeah, this is the, the last, um, the last thing we do before we get in the car and drive down to, uh, Drive down to, to, uh, to College Station. That's right. <laughs> and sitting to my right is the president of Next Level Athlete Recruiting Analyst here, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. It's our friend, Greg Powers. What's up, y'all? Are you excited about College Station? You know what? Um, the heat looks miserable, mm-hmm. I'll say first and foremost, but I think this is the best 
prospect-laden tournament I've ever been to. We Dude, were talking. We were talking about this on Tep and Step Premium High School Football Podcast, TexasFootball.com. So subscribe. Uh, it's not always like this, but this really feels like a star-studded tournament. Yeah, like the, everywhere you look, there's like if you're a prospect hound, they're they're there. If you're just like. Even even like for me as like guys who I'm not thinking of them as prospects first. I'm thinking of them as like high school football players first. There are guys that I'm just like really excited. Obviously, there's a lot of crossover there, but the guys I'm just excited to get eyes on and watch play. And I stuff had like a tweet that. come to me earlier about asking if they needed media credentials, but it was like a recruiting guy from USC. So it's yeah. like this is turned into a uh, mm. little bit thing bigger than than Texas. Yeah. Anyway. Let me guess the recruiting guy from US Scott Schrader. It was yes, Scott Schrader. It was Scott. Yeah. Look at you. Over there. In your little Rolodex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's about to talk mess. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying Scott fight, comes fight, fight. Scott comes to Texas. So, I mean, good that was you, a good... Good Scott. <laughs> Today is Wednesday before you get into trouble with our friends in Los no. Angeles. Welcome to Texas, Scott. <laughs> uh... Today is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. It's 155 days till Thanksgiving. Happy 86th birthday to Brownsville's own Chris Christofferson. How about that? 86 today. Wow. Happy birthday, Chris Christofferson. It's episode 1410. On today's show, folks, we got This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, the next athlete, all things recruiting across the state of Texas. And then back half the show, we're going to continue to roll out our rankings uh, that are in the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. This time... 2A Division One, 2A Division One. who uh, comprises the top 10? We'll find out together. I actually already know, but, and I think Pickle saw the graphics, so, and she laid out the 2A pages. So This uh, is my bread and butter. This so was you, my baby. Yeah, I, you, of course, I got so this. You, yeah, so we know. This is on but, lock. <laughs> but we'll share with you coming up here at the back half. I'm excited to know. There you go. You can find <laughs> out. You also, Be like Greg Power. Yeah, I can also just DM it to you if you want. Okay, cool. Uh, do we have first four through the door? Uh, we sure do. It was Nick Morton, Tony Blaylock, Rob Hadaway, and a very angry viewer. Um, there's a rampant hashtag going around that says justice for Owen. Um, his name is Ry- Riley Dodge. He's, mm. he's really upset with you in particular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you do? It's a long story, but essentially he wronged me. Oh, I and, I think this might be going the other way. And um, no, Coach Dodge wronged me. Mm, it doesn't and, seem um, like that. And so I've, <laughs> I've just, you know, I stand up. For myself is is what I do here. I is, think everybody knows. Is that this. really what happened? Yeah, that's that's really what happened. I, and, I really don't um, think that's what happened. And I think that I think that if you if you check With, the tape, uh, five thousand four hundred and seventy four rushing yards. I think the hashtag justice for Owen is is really running through. I don't I don't not even, only uh, South Lake but entire North Texas. Region I don't even know here. what those three words are. Really? No. Interesting. No. No idea. I think it was. Maybe well, there would be more than three words. I can't get it down to three. Preseason all six A running back Owen Allen. I don't know. I, don't, I would have to check the magazine, which you can subscribe to at TexasFootball.com/slash <laughs> subscribe. All right, Powers. Enough of these near do wells, <coughs> these malevolent people in the in the the comments. I'm Greg Tupper. That's Greg Powers. This is this week in Cruton. It's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1CS. Find work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Mm. Chicken Express, mm. we are coming up on the one-year anniversary of Pickle <laughs> of and I's. Of your birthday party. <laughs> I think of Pickle and I's birthday party. 
for me at the Hearn Chicken Express. <laughs> yeah, I asked if we, we could, might do it again. I was like, can we please stop? It's like the perfect of getting out of College Station, but then stopping because we're starving at that point. Oh, I'll eat it. I'll be eating at Chicken Express sometimes. Do you want just sometime this weekend? Do you want just meet in Hearn? Yeah, can we do that? Maybe. Dude, they yeah. had some sick hats there too to check out. Do you remember those? No, you remember chicken that hats. I. Th- <laughs> I love the idea. <laughs> it's of- fried chicken. It's a great point. It's you can't, fried can't chicken. you cannot you can't can't dispute I love that. Fried chicken. Can't dispute that. <laughs> Greg Cowher's next level athlete this week in recruiting. Let's start uh, with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise, we're going to go into Houston to talk about twenty twenty four, soon to be junior offensive lineman Nate Kibble at Atascacita. Picked up another in-state offer this week, this time from Texas A and M. Um, he's already got offers from Texas, TCU, UTSA, and Houston to go along with uh, the Aggies now. Uh, of course, it would be. This is a guy that was really impressive at the Next Level Athlete Texas Top 100 Showcase in Houston. And of course, it would be silly to overlook the fact that uh, the A&M Atascacita connection is real. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, this is a guy who started as a freshman, played next to Cam Dewberry at Atascacita. He played on the right side of the offensive line, then kicked out to left tackle last season. Um, and at 6'2", 325, this is a guy who, you know, you wouldn't think that he has the necessary intangibles to be considered a tackle prospect. His mm-hmm. arms are so long. He's right. got really good length. Um, he obliterates defenders at the point of contact. I mean, he's so strong. Um, he initializes quickly and finishes off blocks. I think he's an interior O lineman as he, you know, he moves into college, could play center, could play guard, um, but has tackle experience. So he's not going to be a liability in pass protection. And um, he's, you know, has that body type to be a road grader. So uh, really big offers coming Nate Kibble's way, and he's going to continue to blow up. Uh, the in-state schools are on him already. I think he's got six total offers, five of them being in-state. Um, another guy who's going to hit that 25 offer mark probably by the time uh, the end of his junior season wa- wraps up or by this time next year during the evaluation period. Yeah, he's a star and, and a guy who probably got a little bit overlooked because of who he was playing next right. to him, you know? But now he's going to be the uh, – He's going to be the main event up there. That that always outstanding offensive line there kind of says something too that he's playing left tackle. You know what I mean? Over some really talented guys. I mean, yeah. As as the coaches know, yeah. As a sophomore slash junior, so it's going to be very impressive to see him. Let's go to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week is El Campo twenty twenty three running back Ruben Owens. It's wild. Who committed this week to Louisville? Shocker! Uh, he is a DCTF five star, number two in the DCTF Hot 100. Um, he's the top, probably the top running back recruit in the nation. I haven't seen every running back recruit, but uh, he's the best running back I've seen in this class. Yeah. Um, Louisville. He had offers from everywhere, including most notably Alabama, A and M, and Texas. He's going to Louisville. Uh, I was a little surprised. Am I am I wrong for being surprised? I think we all saw the graphic and said, huh? Yeah, I mean, it was a shock to me. It was unexpected. I mean, I knew he was on official visit there this weekend, but or this past weekend, but I didn't know that they were uh, going to pull this off. So it was a bit of a shocker, and, and kudos to the coaching staff up there to build a relation, strong enough relationship to be able to make this happen. Um Everyone, I think, thought – you know, he's a one-time Texas commit, first and Mm -hmm. foremost. He'd he'd already spent time on the Texas commitment list. He's kind of considered as one of those 
Um, if you're a Longhorns fan, he was like they have a trio of recruits who they they love on the offensive side of the football this year, and it was Arch Manning, um, Jonte Cook, and Reuben Owens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the dominoes fell out of the the potential Longhorns basket. But I'll tell you, Texas A&M was really making a strong push for him uh, since he made his decommitment from Texas. So this is also a setback for them as well. I really think that he would have fit in well with either offense. But um, I know less about Louisville. You know you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I watched Louisville play. I think I watched him play Cincinnati this past season. But I don't know as much about their offense and how it fits his skill set to, to just be able to say, oh, well – this is a perfect fit for Ruben Owens because of X, Y, and Z. All I can say is it was a bit of a shock, um, and Louisville is getting not only the best running back in Texas, who put up amazing numbers last season and um, passes the eyeball test, 10.68, 100-meter dash, strong in the weight room. Um, they're getting a guy who's considered by many as the top running back in the entire country. So this is a huge pull for Louisville. The other thing about this, and and – Okay, congratulations to Ruben Owens. Um, yeah, obviously, that's awesome. if this is where he wants to go, that's that's fantastic. What is so striking to me about this is Louisville doesn't recruit Texas. Louisville, this is not a, this right. is not a hotbed for them because they they're able to do damage in Ohio. They they really recruit in Florida, Georgia, right. etc. This is the first Texas prospect that they have signed since the class of 2015 when That's they crazy. signed Devonte Fields as a transfer from uh, from uh, uh from junior college junior at college. that time I right. think that if you're looking wild. if you're looking for a, I'm keep going back if you're looking for a high school prospect to sign with Louisville out of the state of Texas I'm in a 2013 I'm not seeing any 2012 I mean it's a ways back. That's part of what makes this the whole thing is a little bit shocking because Louisville I think it's fair to say is not on the same recruiting footing as Alabama, A&M, and Texas. I don't think that's an insult. I think it's just reality. Right. But the other part of it is that this is just this is a true like outlier as far as Texas like Texas kids just generally do not go there. I, I think I might have found it. The last high school player. How about this? The last high school prospect to sign with Louisville out of the state of Texas, you got to go back to Highland Park quarterback Luke Woodley in wow. 2010. It's cool. crazy. My gosh. So more than a decade, That's what that, that was the first thing that blew my mind. I was like, wait a second. Louisville? Like it's, it would be well, I guess thing if you're not like, going to do it oh, for 10 years, you might as well come in and get the best running be, back. <laughs> it would be less surprising if he had signed with Boise State or yeah. committed to Boise State. Because, yeah, you're like, oh, wow, he's going to go to, to Boise State. That's an interesting move. But Boise State has recruited the state of Texas over the past you know, 10 years pretty well. Right. right? They've already, they, they always kind of come down and pluck a couple of big-time playmakers. This is totally off the board in a lot of different ways, which is really what kind of caught me by surprise. And uh, just to be honest with you, like Louisville's had some good players over the last X amount of years, right? You know, um, but I had to double check who their head coach was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, part of that is just like we don't pay attention to the ACC. Well, you that's I mean? true. That's true. I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away no. from Ruben Owens' commitment to Louisville or knock this in any way. I'm just trying to put into perspective how big a deal this is yeah. for the Cardinals. To not just to not just get a Texas kid, but to get arguably – who's number one in our, in our Hot 100? Uh, DJ Hicks. DJ Hicks. To get – Certainly an argument, he would be, uh, Ruben Owens is in the conversation for number one prospect in the yes. state, right? To get arguably not just a guy from Texas, but the guy from Texas, the guy. 
is is staggering, but it, it, impressive nonetheless for for Louisville as they nab a commitment from uh, Ruben Owens. I want to say something that I feel like is positive also in the Louisville's efforts to actually sign Ruben Owens. Mm-hmm. Right, like we know there's a lot of time left before National Signing Day or the early signing period, which happens around the middle of December, the first time you can sign. Um, there was a lot of like, oh, this is going to be one commitment for Ruben Owens, or this is a second commitment of of three, or yeah. um, that blowback, mm-hmm. I think, in a, w- a lot of ways, just kind of reading and, and looking into the reaction, possibly strengthened mm-hmm. the early uh, commitment status for him, you know, right away, like, mm-hmm. uh, or emboldened, like, hey, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, he cracked back on it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was a good feather in the cap for Louisville, I think, is now that people doubt that he's actually going to go there mm-hmm. instantly. And um, maybe he's set to prove him wrong. We'll see. Maybe Certain, silence the doubters. Really, uh, the big recruiting news this week, uh, Ruben Owens commits to Louisville. Let's go to our underclassman of the week here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag T up today. Our underclassman, or rather our recruiter. Yeah, underclassman of the week. Thank Sorry, you. that was on me. Oh, good. Uh, our underclassman of the week uh, is uh, Alvin Shadow Creek 2024 safety Maurice Williams. He committed this week to LSU. He had offers from all over, including Baylor, Houston, TCU, Michigan, Ole Miss, USC, etc. A kid we may see this weekend. Hopefully, Shadow Creek is there. I'm th- I think that I have Shadow Creek as my pick. Oh yeah, I think I I'm going with Shadow Creek to win it all. Okay, in Division One. Yeah, yeah uh, like they've it. got a, a quarterback uh, in Duke Butler who mm-hmm. was who's very very good. You know, um, knows how to move the ball around effectively and efficiently. Very accurate. Um, and with Maurice Williams headlining a stacked defensive secondary, they have the defenders, I think, to be able to slow defenses down. And as a matter of fact, I, I want to say they've gave up – I don't think they – they may not have given up double-digit points in their qualifying tournament, which is pretty good. And mm-hmm. they may have shut out two or three teams on the road uh, to qualifying for state. So th- this is a team that can not only – um, move the football effectively on offense, but they can uh, shut teams down on defense. So I, I think I'm, I'm think I'm leaning, leaning towards them to win. Um, but as far as LSU is concerned with Maurice Williams, this is a guy who is well rounded in the defensive secondary, uh, can play the play the run extremely well, flies up to the football, and has good range as well. This you know uh, to cover ground. I would say he is um, an effective against the run. And equally effective against the pass. Yeah, he's a he's a playmaker for sure, and it kind of fits that. It's hard. It's hard to. It's weird to say, but like he fits that mold of what Shadow Creek defensive backs have become yeah. known for. Of like, I know they've only been around for you know five years basically, right. but they've already got a reputation for putting out physical, quick twitch defenders, especially on the back end of their defense. And uh, and Maurice Williams certainly uh, fits that role. Uh, now the SME or the LSU commit uh, there from Shadow Creek. Let's round it all out with our Recruit of the Week. Our Recruit of the Week going to San Antonio to talk about their uh, San Antonio Brennan's uh, 2023 soon-to-be senior safety, Tyler Turner. Tune in 5 o'clock today to find out where he's going. Uh, he is a one-time Baylor commit. He has got 17 scholarship, uh, scholarship offers. Um, DCT a four star. He's going to decide today between Oregon and Oklahoma for the services of one Tyler Turner out of San Antonio Brennan. Four star um, as a, a one time Baylor commitment. Picked up uh, some big offers. Decommitted from the Bears. Uh, took an official visit to Oregon this last weekend. Seemed to really be blown away mm. by that visit. So I'm going with the Ducks. And I'll tell you what the 
Oregon is a team that I think you're going to see continue to be a huge presence in the Lone Star State. They have some ties on their coaching staff to Texas. Uh, kids, I think, will generally like taking a visit up there. It's a nice area. Mm-hmm. They do great job with their uniforms and all of the Nike stuff that's around there. And I think they're going to be a huge player in the NIL mm-hmm. uh, deals moving forward. Th- this is a team that has their stuff together you mm-hmm. know, um, in, in recruiting and another guy to keep an eye on uh, not too far up the road from Tyler Turner is Austin Westlake defensive end Colton Vosick. Mm-hmm. You know, so these are two guys that are in that, I guess it's not really syntax for San Antonio, but in that area that are uh, high on Oregon as well. Uh, so it'll it'll come down to a battle between Big 12 slash SEC OU versus Pac-12 Oregon, and I'm hedging I'm hedging okay. my bet towards Oregon at this it. point. We'll it. see. Only a few more hours away, we'll know where Tyler Turner's going. DCTF, yeah, exactly. DCTF four-star. Well, I was going to say, receipt. yeah, I was going to say, this is going to age either very well or very poorly, very quickly, <laughs> either way. Well, you can tune in next week, and I'll make a retraction if I have to. All right. <laughs> One last question before you go. Uh, although you can stick around for Rams okay. for 2A Division. I'm going to be here. Um, you're going down to College Station with us to the State Seven on Seven tournament uh, this weekend. What are you What are you watching for? What are the things that you're that are going to be uh, that that are top of mind for you? Well, there's a long list of guys who I hope to catch up with for interviews, but there are three guys in particular as it relates to the class of 2023 that I'm watching for potential rankings mm-hmm. bumps. Okay, and these are the guys who I've kind of targeted heading in. Last year we had Matthew Golden, who was made an instant four-star after a very strong performance there. Could a guy like Golden come out of the woodwork and get bumped up instantly? Um, but Jontae Cook, he's in the top five. He's not a five-star yet. Um, should he get his fifth star this weekend? Mm. Jalen Hell at number six. Okay. Should he be in the top five not and get his fifth star? So two wide receivers on the five-star watch list. And then Austin Novosad checking in at number 51. Uh, in the in the ranking should he be a four-star but more importantly now that he's taken his official visit to Baylor he's taken his official visit to Ohio State elite 11 is on deck for him as well a lot of big things going on for him does he have an idea of where he wants to go mm-hmm. now because I think this is a very intriguing recruiting storyline because of its importance to Baylor yes yeah Baylor he is the real column right now in their in right. their in their, in their uh, recruiting class so it'll be very interesting to keep an eye on him um, I'm excited, buddy. I'm excited to hang out with you. Pickle will also be there, but I'm excited to hang out with you. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have a good time down there in College Station. Let's do it. All right. It's gonna, no, it's not gonna do it for us. Liar. In three, two. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. You timed that one. Boom, baby. <laughs> Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You can also scan that QR code. Get the 2022 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands. If you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe right now, makes a great gift as well. Uh, if you forgot your dad for Father's Day or you want to get somebody something for Pickle's birthday, which is tomorrow, it's texasfootball.com slash subscribe. To become a your birthday is Texas Sunday. Football Insider. That's I guess that's the last time we can say that until it will have already passed. Happy early birthday, bud. Pickle, let's talk about our friends at Athletes to Athletes. <laughs> 
Playing football at the college level is a dream shared by many high school athletes in the state of Texas, but there's more that goes into making that dream a reality than just on-field performance. There's academics, there's culture, there's there's uh, interests, location, etc. Uh, all go into a uh, need a significant consideration. So what if I told you that there was a college counseling program that could help you navigate the process from start to finish, developed specifically for student athletes, headquartered right here in Texas? Athletes to athletes is just what you need. As the best college counseling service available to student-athletes, this local business is focused solely on helping student-athletes find the right college programs for their needs both on and off the field. This program encompasses all of the expertise and services of a traditional college counselor with added programs, tools, and resources unique to the student-athlete experience. So, go to athletes2athletes.com slash DC today to schedule your free info session and see how they can help you pursue the best college program for you. That's athletes to athletes.com slash DC. There's also a QR code there in the bottom right hand corner. So if you want a left hand corner. Left. So go ahead and I keep thinking about you got me like weatherman. <laughs> the backwards, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So scan that QR code for our friends at athletes to athletes. Alright, you gotta get off your phone because we don't have a one shot. Oh. Or you don't have to. Yeah, but I'm reading recruiting news. Louisville's offering players in Texas now all of this Ruben Owens. I was gonna thing. say, yeah, I would it's crazy. So. Yeah, they probably should. All right, it's time to continue rolling out the rankings in the 2022 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Uh, we, of course, have expanded rankings for every classification in the state of Texas in uh, the 2022 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, which you can get at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. We're rolling out the top 10, and today we're talking 2A Division One. 2A Division One is where we can find the uh, some of the very best small school football in the state of Texas and some prospects around there, too, some of which we'll probably mention as we go along here. So the top 10 in 2A Division One starts with the Big Damn Lobos of Cisco. Start the year number 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. This team is absolutely loaded defensively with nine starters back from their uh, team that ran all the way to the uh, regional final last year. This is a team in Cisco that does have a couple of holes to fill, uh, especially on the offensive line. But this is a team that brings back their quarterback in Hunter Long, brings back uh, a running back, brings back a ton of their defense. This is a team that's got an opportunity to make some real noise there in Region 1. Cisco starts here number 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number 9. We find the Coleman Blue Cats as the number nine team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Fifteen starters returned from a regional semifinalist uh, a year ago. This is a team with a ton of experience. Uh, just uh, got 16 of their 24 star, uh, uh, lettermen back, or uh, 17 rather, of their 20, uh, 26 lettermen back uh, from last year's team. This is a team that I think has an opportunity to really make a run there uh, in Region 2. Also, moving over to Region 2, I think gives them an opportunity to really make some noise. Uh, a team that I think is, is, is poised for a run, Keep an eye on the Coleman Blue Cats. They start the year number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number eight, talk about the Bearcats of Beckville, the number eight team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Twelve and one from last year's squad. This is a team that brings back eight starters on or eight stars on offense, six starters on defense, and I think the strength of this team is really going to be on the offensive line. Bringing back every one of their starters up front is going to be a huge coup for them as they try to battle through uh, a difficult region three. This is a Beckville team that I think could be a threat to win the region. Uh, a bit loaded there, but they've got a ton of playmakers. Uh, if they remain healthy, they've got an opportunity to make some noise. Beckville starts the year at number eight in Dave Campbell's Texas football. 
to number seven. The Crawford Pirates are the number seven team, and Dave Campbell's Texas Football Regional finalist uh, from last year's team has the skill position players and the depth to make a noise, especially depth up front on the offensive and defensive line. Now they got to find some quarterbacks. You know, they got to find some some help on the defensive side. Uh, if they stay healthy, they've got an opportunity to be really competitive uh, there in what is a very difficult region. Uh, what could be a very difficult region too. Keep an eye on Crawford, though. This is a team that I think has an opportunity to, uh, especially if that defense can can play up to their paper as they tend to do. They've got an opportunity to really be fantastic. Uh, Greg Jacobs is Crawford Pirates start the year number seven in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number six, another team from Region 3, the Centerville Tigers are the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, last year's regional finalist uh, looks like uh, is going to get buoyed by a 10-0 JV team and has plenty of depth and experience at the skill position spots. One of the questions for them, though, is going to be up front. If they're able to answer some questions up front, then Centerville could be ready to really make that big leap uh, and go far beyond where they were last year, which is saying something considering they went 12-2. and Centerville starts here number six in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into the top five, where we find the reigning state runner-up from a year ago, the Hawley Bearcats start the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And there's a ton to like about this team. For a team that came up just short in the state championship game, they bring back 15 starters. Overall, they've got experience pretty much all over the place, but they are going to be a little bit more young in the front seven and on the offensive line. Uh, but this is a team that I think can once again make a run for that regional final. Or regional final. They start the year as the favorite to win region one once again. This is a team that looks has the experience in big games uh, to make it count, make it count as well. The Bearcats of Hawley start the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number four, the Marlin Bulldogs are the number four team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Last year's relatively surprising run to the state semifinals we think could be just the start. They bring back 17 starters from last year's team. They've got size, they've got speed, they've got playmakers. The loss of Darian Gallette to an injury could be could hurt them, but there's still plenty of playmakers on this Marlin team. They should be very, very strong. If they can get more cons- if they can get some consistent play up front on both the offensive and defensive line, then Marlin is a threat to win it all. The Bulldogs start the year number four in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into the top three. The Refurio Bobcats are the number three team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, the regional finalist out of Region 4 uh, from a year ago. This is going to be a team that uh, has plenty of speed, and they've got some key leaders coming back. But this is going to be a smaller Refurio team. It's going to be rely more on their speed than they do on overpowering people. Ten starters are back for Jason Herring's bunch there at Refurio. But this is one of the most consistent programs in the state of Texas at any level. Uh, you're talking about a team that has uh, had at least 11 wins in each of the last five seasons. This is a Refurio team that needs no introduction at this point. They are one of the very clear favorites, not only in Region 4, but in the state. Refurio starts the year number 3 in 2A Division 1. To number 2, the Timpson Bears are the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, and the rise has been so remarkable for this team. Uh, last year, uh, uh, the running into uh, the uh, Shiner in the state semifinal, giving them their toughest match uh, all year long. This is a team that's loaded not only because of Terry Bussey, the superstar playmaker, but 11 other starters scattered across the team. This is a team that's going to have great defense and team speed. They bring back an all-state quarterback. They return seven starters on defense. This is a team that could be ready to win it all. The Timpson Bears start the year number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And the number one team in 2A Division I, 
The Shiner Comanches start the year number one in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The two-time defending 2A Division I state champions. Uh, only bringing back nine starters, but one of them is the most important player, we think, in all of 2A in running back Dalton Brooks. Uh, they bring back five starters on defense. Is a team that may be inexperienced, and it wouldn't be a surprise if they took some lumps early. But Shiner, at this point, is one of the most decorated, most dangerous programs in the state of Texas and one of the most consistent ones. Of course, a district matchup with Refurio is going to be a lot of fun to keep an eye on. But Shiner, we think, has an opportunity to three-peat. The Comanches of Shiner start the year number one in Dave Campbell's Texas football in 2A Division I. So there they are, the Class 2A Division I Top 10 in the 2022 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number 10, Cisco. Number 9, Coleman. Number 8, Beckville. Number 7, Crawford. Number 6, Centerville. Number 5, Hawley, number four, Marlin, number three, Refurio, number two, Tempson, and the number one team in 2A Division One, the Shiner Comanches. Of course, you can find expanded rankings for every Texas high school football classification in the 2022 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Secure your copy today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. So, there's some, there's some intrigue here. Um, mm -hmm. Right now, uh, if you take our rankings as gospel, which you should, <laughs> but if you were, uh, then the state semifinals would be Hawley against Marlin. Which was the which same would be, as last year. Repeat, repeat that. And Shiner against Tempson, which would be the same, same as, last as last year. year. Right. Refurio's interesting. Refurio's the wild card here. I think Marlin's a wild card here. Um, just because the, the the playmakers they've got, and now with the big game experience they've got with those playmakers, figures to be fun. Well... <laughs> what? Here's the thing, though. We, I mean, we just saw the report come out not too long ago that Darian Gillette could mm -hmm. be out with that injury. So yeah. that, yeah, it's hurts it's a, it's a real question, right? They've definitely got a lot got, of talent. Got a lot beyond Darian Gillette, but you lose a guy like that, you're, you're that gonna, hurts. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Uh, He's gonna be been fun. a factor on not only football but every right. other sport yeah. as well. But mm -hmm. Refurio, Speed, Ernest yeah. Campbell, mm -hmm. one of the fastest guys in the state, regardless mm -hmm. of classification, could he be that difference yeah. maker for them in that matchup? Which that matchup every year. One Shiner. of the things I think is so interesting about Refurio this year is that in past years, like it's kind of. Jason Herring's so good at crafting his game plan around what his team does well. Mm -hmm. There have been past teams where they've just they've been bigger than everybody else, so we're going to line up and ride at you. This is a more smallish but super fast Refurio team, and I wonder if they're going to try to get their guys out on the edge. Hawley, of course, is, is dangerous as well, especially that big game experience they've got running all the way to the state championship game. I think Crawford and Beckville are super sleepers here. Mm -hmm. I really like what Centerville brings as well. This whole top 10, and by the way, um, if you're, you may be wondering, well, where's Stratford? Stratford is, of course, the 2A Division two state champs moving up. Let's pick up the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's <laughs> Texas Football. We did not forget about them. Let's just say they are uh, very close to the top 10. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's an interesting top 10 this year in 2A Division One. I. I think it's going to be one of the most fun uh, classifications to keep an eye on. Uh, this is the last show we've got uh, of the week. Yep. Maybe ever. We might melt out there. Might be it. It could happen. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts, as she enjoys air conditioning for the last time <laughs> for four days. Yeah, it is It is chilly in here, but I wasn't going to complain about it today because I know that I'm going to look back in about 12 hours and mm -hmm. go, mm, I shouldn't have said that. Um, but yeah, no, I, that's really the final thought is that this is our last show for the week. We will be down at the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament, so make sure to stay tuned to texasfootball.com slash 7-on-7. They'll have all the scores, all the coverage. Our YouTube page will have instant reaction videos. We'll have highlight reels. We'll have interviews with coaches our social media will have everything it'll be full-blown coverage because we're crazy people we are crazy people and thanks to our friends at the texas army national guard yes for being the presenting sponsor 
They're going to, uh, so we will be streaming the, uh, some of the games live for free on TexanLive.com. Thanks to our friends at Texas Army National Guard for sponsoring that. So go to TexanLive.com and you can stream some 7-on-7 seven seven this weekend. Um, and we will, like you mentioned, we're only streaming some of the games. I can tell you all that it's field 7 and 8. I'm not at liberty to tell you who will be on those fields yeah, just yet. But I did get the okay that I believe Matt Stepp will be kind of starting to release which teams we will be covering for our Texan Live broadcast at around three or four o'clock this afternoon so Ooh, yeah there's there's your tease that's a pickle yeah. tease. i have i have the full <laughs> spreadsheet <laughs> you do uh-huh can i have the spreadsheet no it's gonna do it for us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbells and of course see us at texasfootball.com hey powers you want to go to college station uh um, yeah i guess hey pickle you want to go to college station <laughs> Let's roll. <laughs> for Ashley Pickle and Greg Powers, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you on TexanLive.com for the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament on Texas Football Today. No, that's not the right <laughs> I tried to point. I missed it.